Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Check out cha cha cha. Okay. We should uh maybe we should do this episode in a musical form, don't you think, one day? Like I think we could uh you could do some choreography and like, stuff. Like 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 Hamilton, can I rap? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yo, let me spit some rhyme so bitch you can taste it. I'll put it in this coffee, you can lock it in your basement. Oh. Hey <laughs> Let's do this. And now three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris And what's up everybody? Welcome back to another edition of not just the greatest podcast in the history of the world, but also the greatest thing to happen to your freaking ears. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mo? Yo, what's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. Same old, same old. How are you? Oh, you know, you know, by the time that this comes out, this will be the eve of the presidential debate, brother. So, and this will be, you know, technically we're talking to ourselves of the future right now. So uh, I kind of have uh, the slight prediction that this might be a shit show. The Frat Chat Podcast presents an editor's note from future Carlos. It was a total shit show. God, that was awful. That was an editor's note by future Carlos brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. Um, I wanted to tell you that that a friend of mine was listening to this the, to uh, this past week's episode about our, our trip down memory lane. Oh yes, and um, and a friend this this friend worked with me at Guest Jeans, Ooh. and we were just cracking up about how ridiculous retail was back in the day, <laughs> and we used to stand in the. In, in the windows sometimes right. and to, to model the, the clothing and people would spit spitballs and stuff at us and it was just it was so sad um, just uh, <laughs> and was this uh, everyone be like it was this Simo with the braces uh, out there in the window or who, who which totally ah! totally with the braces <laughs> and I was told and I was it's funny you mentioned that I was told not to smile oh! and so yeah I know and um, and I had to quit working there because I was in a wheelchair from, a, you know, <laughs> at the shop was it wheelchair accessible. But but when I when I interviewed there, <laughs> when, I was, when I interviewed there, um, I remember uh, this. Uh, her name was, I think, Miranda. She was uh, like a co-manager. Miranda. She, she was like, listen, some people uh, belong on the sales floor and some people belong in the stock room if you catch my drift oh. and i was waiting and i was like so, so which one am i so where do i belong <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so sad i can envision you like folding clothes at the store and meanwhile you're on the wheelchair and one leg is like on a cast sticking straight out <laughs> <laughs> trying to turn around and bump into everything it's like oh damn it not again <laughs> oh, but i remember i remember coming in just to get like my last paycheck um but i remember they were all like uh very careful as to how they worded things and they took a long time to respond to any of my questions because 
they didn't want to say the wrong thing because I had every right to be like, you know what? I want to keep working here. Um, <laughs> Is it because I'm in a wheelchair? Yeah. But the problem was that I didn't know how to drive there because you need, you need at least one functioning foot to hit the gas, you know? <laughs> Both of them were busted. Oh, Yikes. Oh, man. That's, that's honestly, I, every time I listen to you talk about your childhood, it makes me feel so much better about mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, all I have to do is put a T-shirt over my problems for a while, you know. <laughs> the, the emotional damage didn't come in until much later, much later on. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's interesting. We're talking about politics to start off the show, and we're also talking about damage, brother, because I feel like the world is that's kind of where we're at right now. It's it's literally it's literally you know shit. And drama, and it's a little soap opera-ish, if you catch my drift. It's a little bit like pro wrestling, you know, which we referenced a couple weeks ago, right here on the Frat Chat Podcast. I feel like you reference it every week. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Never. I, I talk about wrestling as much Love as that. you talk about being gay. Oh, shit, that's a lot. <laughs> I take that back. Yeah. I take that back. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little something, which is show Mr. Simo what wrestling is all about. Because he was into it a little bit, but I don't think he knows exactly what was happening in the olden days of wrestling, where things were just a little bit wackier. Just a little you crazy. Know, I think wrestling is gay. And Joe Rogan <laughs> has a bit he does where he says that gay people and people that like Pro wrestling are the same kind or same people. <laughs> well, so that's um, why we're here, Mr. Mao. <laughs> this is the way I see it. Is, is this why you, what I is it that you said earlier about knee pads and wrestling? <laughs> well, well, I do think that wrestling is very gay and the knee pads are definitely multifunctional. <laughs> I think it's always been gay, it's always going to be gay. You look at the costumes, it's gay. Oh my God. Um, the, the first like um, televised wrestling star was named Gorgeous George. Yeah. Who um, will come out with blonde curls that were um, kept tight with gold bobby pins yep. and a sequin robe. And I think the announcer would say things like, um, you know, Gorgeous George is powdered to perfection. I mean, that's that's gay. Yeah. But here's the thing about that's Gorgeous gay. George. As gay as he was, because he would walk around and say things like, I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. That inspired a little-known guy a few years later to also start doing the same thing. And that little-known guy was named Muhammad Ali, my friend, who, little-known fact, was a huge wrestling fan and actually did do a cross-promotional wrestler versus boxer thing uh, later on in his career. But he was a huge wrestling fan, huge gorgeous George guy, and he started stealing a little bit of his lingo a little bit. And here, lo and behold... It became Muhammad Ali that you know and love. So, well, who came up with the term "suck it"? Uh, that was later on in the '90s wrestling. Simon Dallas Page. No, that was that was uh, that was Degeneration X, brother. That, uh, okay. that and they would do that all the time. They would say, "We got two words for you," and then the audience knew what the two words were. Because they set them every week, and we would be so excited to hear it. And sixth grade Carlos would be like, suck it! <laughs> Which isn't gay. That's not well, gay. Well, I was telling them to do the sucking. It doesn't have to be a gay person sucking it. It could have been, okay. been a lady doing it, you know? It wasn't, but well, it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, newsflash, um, this might blow your mind. But to a young gay man who was too scared to look up gay porn on the Family computer 
um, uh, gay uh, themed wrestling, which is all of wrestling, <laughs> was a nice alternative. You take that back, Mr. Because whether Mo. it's WWE or gay porno, we can both agree that bigger is better. True or false? <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that because some would argue <laughs> that some of the smaller guys are more entertaining. Okay, so I have a question for you. Shoot. WWE Raw. Why is it got to be Raw? <laughs> What's the purpose of that? Because it's Raw. Because it's supposed to be at the time. Now, this is going to sound. I, let, me, let me try to explain this in a way that doesn't make it sound gay. Uh, Choose your words carefully <laughs> as if you're talking about, you know, um, wheelchairs. In the right, right. <laughs> yes. So basically it's supposed to feel like, like, you know, just straight up in your face uh, penetration through the TV. No, I can't say that. No, no, that makes it sound gay. Yeah. OK, it's it's supposed to be like no filters needed. You know, like they want to give the people the money shot every week. No, no, that, that makes it sound gay, too. Yeah. Um, OK, OK, this one. OK, so it's supposed to be like a show every week. It was supposed to be like more realistic and less lights and glitters and, and stuff everywhere. You know, it was supposed to at the time have been like a more simple TV show <coughs> packed with action. And nowadays it's like all LED lights and shit like that. So it kind of has lost its way a little bit in those terms. Um, the more you talk about Raw, the, the more my butthole puckers. Yeah, you know, do you still have oh, those yeah, baby wipes so around? You know. I think that might be useful to keep around. You know. Because, because <laughs> <laughs> that is the single longest weekly episodic TV show ever. So that means, you know how many times they have said Raw in the last like 27 years or so that that show's been around? A lot. a lot, and I've been beating it ever since. <laughs> um, okay, so so I I look at wrestling, and I I feel like it's incredibly homoerotic with like wardrobe, with like grabbing and mounting people. It's called pageantry, um, brother. So, <laughs> so I remember back back in the day, and I'm not sure if you remember this or not, but there was a guy named um, Billy Gunn. But at some point, they called him Mister Ass. Yeah, yeah, they still call him that. But, <laughs> But, but sometimes they'll call him like Kip, right? Uh, yeah, well, he left WWE. And once you leave WWE, you're not allowed to use the names usually because they're trademarked. So he had to change his oh. name to something else. But everybody still knew it. Well, they had like a um, they had a wedding. He married some guy named Chuck. Yeah, it was a gay wedding, actually. Damn, that was really a gay wedding. Um, I was like, <laughs> re- I remember at the, at the time being like, what? But they were making fun of gay people. It wasn't really like They turned out love. that once they came time to see I do's, they were like, okay, okay, we can't go through with this. We're not really gay, you guys. We're just doing this gimmick to make money. And then it all fell apart kind of a thing. You know, it was, it was quote, unquote, a wrestling angle, as the story is, to- as the story is called. And then it turned out... And that's the story they're going with. Exactly, which is a totally reasonable <laughs> explanation and not gay at all. God. So then he went back to being his straight self, Mr. Ass, and everything was normal, right? With, Mr. <laughs> with the name Mr. Ass. Yeah, right? I, right, please, just say something. Well, I know you're not going to agree with this statement, but with it being so cartoony, it reminds me a lot of, like, RuPaul's Drag Race, just with, like, <laughs> with, with all the... Uh, it's just so gimmicky. So you, if you think of it this way... It is gimmicky. RuPaul's I'll give you that. Drag Race competes for a crown and wrestlers compete for a bedazzled belt so both are technically gay accessories. So do like boxers and shit and that's not a gay accessory in that realm. It's combat sports brother. You need a belt. 
so you can carry it around. You can't carry a trophy. It's too, too awkward, too uncomfortable. You can wear a belt. You can just lug over your shoulder or around your waist. And you, and you, can, and you can lift with it. Yeah, brother. And you look cool. It's a dual purpose. And you look cool. Make people jealous and helps you lifting. <laughs> There's yep. a newer gay wrestler that I've never seen him um, perform. But I know of him because gays support gays. His name's Jake Atlas. Oh, he's an NXT. I have to say, I'm, I'm going to catch a lot of heat from the from the online wrestling nerds. I do not watch NXT as much. That's like a third brand for WWE that airs on Wednesdays as well. Because, God damn it, there's too much wrestling going on. I'm already falling behind. If I watched everything, I would be watching like like nine hours of wrestling a week. On average, and then they have pay per views once a month, which are also like three, four hours long. So I'll be watching like 12 hours of wrestling some weeks. That's yeah, too much. I can relate. That's like the Real Housewives franchise. <laughs> it's like Sophie's Choice. God damn it. You wrestling know? is not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a All bitch. All right. Okay. So I'm going to prove to Simo that wrestling is not gay by having us watch some wrestling. And we're going to go, and you know, last week we took a trip down memory lane into our lives. Now we're going to take a trip down memory lane into old, what used to be WWF at the time, but it's WWE. And this is the shit. This happened on February 1992. And it was WWF Saturday night's main event, brother. And it features a lot of my good friend. A good friend of the show, Hulk Hogan, who does not know me at all. But I hear <laughs> that if you say that he's a friend of the show, it makes you uh, sound cooler. So for all intents and purposes, he's a friend of the show. Right. OK. OK. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we're going to then we're going to then we're going to see at the end of this. So since this is early 90s wrestling, Hulk Hogan really is the man to wait for. So we're basically going to watch this show. It's a 47-minute show. We're going to watch it till about halfway through, through the Hulk Hogan main event. And once we get done through that, and Mr. Moe here gets a good idea of what a good wrestling character is all about, we're going to go on to phase two, or phase B, whatever you prefer, numbers or letters. It doesn't really matter, but we're going there, and then we're going to create our own wrestling characters, and we're going to put each other okay. down. We're going to cut each other down with a good old-fashioned wrestling promo, which is how it goes down in wrestling, because it does not really matter what happens in the ring as much as how good of a monologue you got ready, brother. And damn it, that makes it sound Spoiler gay. Spoiler yeah. alert, our wrestling costumes might be gay. No! They're going to be super cool. Yeah. And manly, too. And action Which is pretty gay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then can, can we can we comment? Can, can we provide commentary? Uh, of course. You can do whatever you want. Just let's, just let's just say this. Let's go by the one rule, hands above the desk, Mr. Mo. <laughs> and other than oh, that, Simo, yeah, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I'm going to try my best, you know, but this is bringing back, you know, memories of... Dick in a sock, <laughs> you know, after my parents go to sleep. Well, without further ado, Mr. Mo, I believe it's time for us to get started. And note for you watching at home, for you listening at home, you can watch along with us. Either check out WWE Networks uh, for $9.99 a month, I believe you can do it, or you can do it for free. And they have this bad boy on there. It's Saturday night's main event from uh, February 1992. And you can also check it out on YouTube. I'm sure it's up there. Uh, that's where everything is. So, yeah, do it. And with that being said, 
We're gonna hit play. I'm gonna count three, two, one, play. When I say play, you hit play, okay? Okay. Uh, okay, the time it took you to answer that uh, makes me think that maybe you're not understanding what it is I'm saying. So uh, let me run through this again, okay? Just for safety. So three, two, one, play. And I'll play, you play. So are you ready to play? Yes. Okay. Even though you just did the exact same thing again, we shall play. We're going to do this in three, two, one, play. Oh, yeah. And we instantly see, start off the show with a nice and cheesy 90s graphics with hella split screens, hella colors. And you saw Hulk Hogan. You saw the Macho Man. You see him again. Oh, and that's Roddy Piper, who you mentioned. And oh, yes, Paul Bear. This is so many memories. And that big fat guy's the earthquake. Oh, my God. There's so much happening. So many colors. I feel like a child again. And I'm freaking out, Mr. Mo. I'm freaking out. It's Saturday night's main event. Woo! Look at the the letters are rainbow. Yeah. Oh that? no, damn it! That's <laughs> son of a bitch. That's not a good start for wrestling. But look at all these people, man. Can you imagine? They're, they all look like it looks like a Trump rally. Oh my god, it does look all those red hats too. And then this guy's jacket does not help my cause. Uh, that's Bobby Heenan though. He is a legend, and he kind of does look a little bit like Liberace with that jacket. So that does not help my cause either. But can you imagine all these people being in the same place? Oh, yeah, you just said it. It's a Trump rally. <laughs> other, other than that, if there was this many people around now, I'd be like, oh, my God, look at all the Rona. For a second, I freaked out. <laughs> okay, so who's this guy on the left? That is Bobby the Brain Heenan. So he was a manager for the most part, which means he would, like, bring wrestlers out and stuff like that and would be a mouthpiece for them. But he's also... Uh, would be a commentator from time to time. So he's a funny guy, entertaining. You know, he plays kind of like the snarky bad guy commentator a little bit. Like, everybody will love Hulk Hogan, but he'll hate Hulk Hogan and, and just talk shit about him the whole time, you know? So he he's great. He's great. I have to say... He doesn't look the part, though. Everyone else looks like they could do some damage, and he just looks like... Well, that's the thing with him. A he, Republican. He is like... <laughs> he's... And how... How, how liked are the Republicans right now? You know what I mean? It is literally that he would be called the weasel. So he would be all about like being like a coward who would like sneak a hit on you from behind. But then when the rest of the turn okay, around, so you know, he's supposed to be a bitch. Or in this guy. Who is this Texas Ranger? So, so WWF at the same time, for some reason, they were all about making everybody have uh, – a job as their wrestling persona in the early 90s and this guy is a Canadian Mountie and that is his name the Mountie and he was hated because he was Canadian and other than that because he did bad things and I think it's because he did bad things because he was Canadian so uh, you, you, <laughs> you will see some slight racial undertones in a lot of these things but you know those were the days is what they say who's <laughs> this guy in a dress and that's Roddy Piper young? Yeah, he might be drunk, but he's Scottish, so he's wearing a kilt, which is manly. He's the guy that beat Sucks up. Piper. Yep, he's the guy that beat up Goldust, as you referenced in right. WrestleMania. He he he's the original Me Too movement. <laughs> he did a thing. Uh, a he actually did a thing uh, like a couple years prior to this. <gasps> did you hear what the announcer just said? No. Giving a kiss to the Queen of Weight Watchers. <laughs> did you just hear that? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That, that's so fucked oh, up. Oh, that guy. Ooh. 
You know what? That's a healthy girl. Oh man! And a healthy girls need loving too. Yeah, that's a, that's a singer. He he's lucky he's dead. He'd be canceled today. <laughs> man. Ooh. Man. So these two are gonna go yeah, at who it. Who is this little like who? Uh, so, so he's another manager. He's a wrestling manager. His name is Jimmy Hart. And he's another little ratty guy. See, see, that's what managers would do. They sneak up from behind, and then they do, like, the coward thing, and then their guy would come in and, and get the advantage. You know? I just feel like they need more structured rules. Well, the match hasn't started, like, technically. So right now, this is kind of like before the match. And I guess the match did start. I don't know. They didn't ring a bell, but technically the manager shouldn't have done that. There should have been a DQ. That's against the rules, and we respect the rules here at the Franchise wow, Podcast. All this hugging is so emotional. <laughs> and totally straight, because it is cool to be in touch with your emotions, Simo. I, I missed the, the moment when Piper removed his skirt to reveal his, um, I think, this, this is supposed to like a Speedo, but it looks more like... like an old person's diaper, like a depend. All right, look at that sneaking like manager getting in there, pulling on his legs so his guy can get the advantage. And oh yeah, they definitely do look like uh, my grandpa's underwear for sure. It's just missing some poopy stains. But legends say that he used his boner to take off the kilt. That's oh, why that's, you didn't see that's it. That's a nice sex but. move, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Boo boo, and I have to. And then this guy, who's this, this guy's Brett the Hitman Brett Howard. Hart. Who's gonna give it to me, Piper? I hope it's you, but Moni. Okay, now I know that that came off wrong, but that's not what he meant. Okay, I'm dead. Did, okay, <laughs> I need to quote Bret Hart for a moment. He literally just said, "I want a piece of you so bad I can taste it." <laughs> he means it, and <laughs> he, the winner of this match is going to face him for the Intercontinental Title, which they showed. So, so that's what he <laughs> means. So it's a totally straight context, man. <laughs> So, oh, see, oh, wow. he's so Canadian. And you see, he wants the belt. That's what that motion means. He wants it. Oh! This Canadian doesn't have a sexy outfit. <laughs> maybe maybe he should prioritize his, his cardio. He's not, he's not supposed to be a likable Canadian, though, so that's why they didn't make him a polite Canadian, you know? Like, sorry. So if you're more likable, they give you a sexier outfit? I feel like it, you know? Like, you see Roddy Piper okay. over here showing a little skin, you know? He's showing some leg. He took off that kilt. You know, things were happening. <laughs> oh, this move, actually, they don't do it anymore. Uh, that was called a pile driver. And no, not that type of pile driver, Simo. Get your head out of the gutter. Yeah. I mean, You're trying to wake up that ref. Water. Wake up, ref. I have to say, all this, like, all this gymnastics and stuff. I mean, you have to be an athlete to be able to do all this stuff. Oh, I mean, for sure. I know a lot of it's choreographed. Oh, what is oh the, it's a cattle prod. What is he using? It's a cattle prod. You hear the shocks? <laughs> That's not real. That's a baton from track and field. Oh, yeah. He stood up like it's nothing. That, that was called no selling, where you make it seem like it didn't hurt. Oh, that literally does look like a baton. Oh, there you go. So it's a shocker. It's like a taser. Yeah, yeah, a, a cattle prod. So they, it's a stick with a, with tases people. That is should be against the rules. Yeah, but the referee got knocked down. You see, so he doesn't see it. Oh, oh and then the shocks that you hear. Sell it, sell it. <laughs> yeah, he's selling it. See, now the ref is awake. Come on, ref, count. One, two, 
three, yes! Oh, well, that was a fast match. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an opener, you know, so you don't want to go too long. You want to get the crowd going a little bit. Power you know? driver, they had the what looked like the praying mantis sex position. He's got his knee pads on for all that dick sucking, and then he gets to keep his fancy belt. Oh, and there's the queen of Weight Watchers again, as, as they said. Yeah. Oh, why is he wearing another shirt? Oh. It's like a shirt under a shirt. It reminds when I used on. to go swimming in sixth grade when I was too fat. <laughs> What's this? Oh, it's a shockproof <laughs> shirt. So that's why he was able to resist the cattle prod. And the only reason we know it's shockproof is because it's written on the shirt. <laughs> how drunk is he from one to ten? At least a nine. But he was the man. Look how cool he is. I love this guy. I just fucking okay, love so him. Is it safe to say that the the villains um, tend to wear more clothing? Uh, nah, it depends. You'll see, you'll see a lot of naked villains too. Oh, okay, so so speak of this. Right now we're going. We're taken back to the Royal Rumble, which is a 30-man battle royal over the top rope, where the winner and this one would become champion. But usually they get a chance against the uh, against the champ. And you see Hulk Hogan is fighting Ric Flair, and Ric Flair is the bad guy, and he's wearing just as little less clothes. Okay. And this guy. So the last man standing. Wins. Exactly. And this guy, Sid Justice. Was supposed to be good, but he's kind of turning bad at the time, and he threw away Hulk Hogan, so people are pissed. And he's like, yeah, suck it, Hulk. So that's kind of what's happening here. And uh, Ric Flair does end up winning this match, I believe, and I'm, they might just show it here. But look at that hair. Oh, you see? I've never seen a Jerry Curl on a, on a white <laughs> man before. Until now. And now Ric Flair is going to get the win. Hulk Hogan kind of cheated here, but since he did it, I guess it was cool. And Ric Flair became the world heavyweight champion. That's what we see right here. He just needs to drop out. Woo! That curly mullet really is spectacular. And that guy is like seven feet tall, too. So you could literally spot that thing from a mile away. Is it a prerequisite to be tanorexic and to have bleach blonde hair? Yes. <laughs> in that era, the tanner the better, brother. Like, look at Hulk Hogan. And look at Ric Flair, too. Ric Flair looks pale in comparison to Hulk Hogan. And he still looks like he's just about to get skin cancer. Wow. And look at this guy. This guy's Mr. Perfect. Also bleach hair. And tan as shit. This is what they did. <laughs> wow. Everyone is blonde. Yeah. Yeah, the bleach was in. Uh, oh, man, this is literally four blonde guys. And now Sid Vicious and Hulk Hogan, brother. Oh, you don't you don't do that at the Hulkster. No, you don't. Everyone's so sneaky. They always sneak up behind people. Yeah. Why are they so sneaky? I've been asking white people that shit for years, Mr. Mo. And now we're gonna be taken to a WrestleMania press conference, brother. And where the number okay. one contender is gonna be announced for the heavyweight title of the world of WrestleMania against that guy Ric Flair who you saw. You see Hulk Hogan, the Macho Man Randy Savage, who yeah, and Sid Justice, who you just saw. Who's it gonna be? Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan has been announced as the title challenger, and look how mad everybody else is, especially Sid Vicious. See Hulk Hogan's pants too? They look awesome. They're like Napoleon Dynamite's karate trainer's pants. Oh, he needs medicine. Sid's it's an all angry that, boy. All yeah, he's he's quite upset. He really wanted to win. Would be the world champion if it wasn't for you, Hogan, pulling me out from outside the ring. Now, what you did, Jack Tunney, was bogus. It's bogus, Hulk. God. 
You know what's bogus? That perm. <laughs> That's how I feel with when with Jimmy fucks with us every single week now. I'm like, God damn it, Jimmy! I told you to play the audio. Yeah. And where are my skittles, Jimmy? I'm gonna tell you something, Jimmy. Next time, I'm gonna fire your ass and deport you back to Canada. <laughs> I can't tell how old these wrestlers are. I can't tell if they are in their 30s, if they're in their 50s. I have no idea. Yeah, well, I think he was young at the time, but he does look like he's like 43 years old, doesn't he? You see it now? He's apologizing to Hulk Hogan for being oh, mean. You know? He looks like Liberace here. Yeah, that's Ric the Flair, Undertaker. and that's The Undertaker, who you're seeing on the screen, who I think he just retired this year. Probably one of the greatest to ever do it. Also, this guy, Ric Flair, is definitely one of the greatest to ever do it. He was like a 16-time World Heavyweight Champion. Ric Flair needs braces. With all the money he had, he couldn't get some Invisalign. Oh, this is the 90s, man. This, I did not trust a dentist back then. They probably would have put a headgear thing on him, you know? <laughs> Yeah, this shit's gonna be good, Mr. Mo. It's gonna be good. So many rainbows. And those are straight rainbows. Well, thank you, gentlemen. There has been a great deal of controversy surrounding this tag team, although there does not appear to be any. And that was a straight handshake. <laughs> In the locker room. <laughs> well, now, do you have to oil up before you perform? I mean, it does help with your aesthetic, Simo. You want to look cool, right? You know what? They used to oil me up, too, before I was a go-go dancer in Baltimore. <laughs> well, they do it, so then it's harder to get a grip on them, you know, because as the two guys will go at each other, they will struggle and things will happen, you know? So, oh, man, here's my guy Hulk Hogan talking, too. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Taking the WWF title back and putting it around the waist of all the Hulkamaniacs right where it should be. But tonight, little dude, me and yeah, the little dude, dude, are gonna grab Flair and the Undertaker and rattle their cage all the way home and back again. I've been promised that justice will be served, and the big man's on the way to the okay. ring right now. I'm right behind him, but I never walk alone. Oh no, he doesn't walk alone. And he has a special surprise. So what you gonna do, Ric Flair and the Undertaker, when Sid Justice, Hulk Hogan, and my special little surprise, my friend, <laughs> till the end, runs wild on you. And note, Simo, before you say anything, no, his special little surprise is not referencing his penis. Okay. It's such a <laughs> juxtaposition when you have these announcers in these like very tailored tuxedos and everyone else is wearing diapers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a classy affair. You know, the wrestlers can't go out there in tuxedos. The other guys can look cool. You see, Sid Justice, from the time he got interviewed to the time he came out, he definitely hit the oiling station a little bit. Yeah. I would like to be an oiler. <laughs> But instead, I settled on being a fluffer. Uh, well, I mean, it's a start. They said that's how you get your foot in the door, right? Or was it your dick in the hole? Okay, so I maybe I missed remember. it. What was what is Sid Justice's job? He he's not he's not really a, a job person either. He believes in justice in the American way. But Hulk Hogan okay. here, this guy that he's coming out with, that's Brutus the Barber Beefcake, who, as you can guess it, is a barber by the Giant Clippers, but not a good barber. He would use those things to cut people's hair off after their matches sometimes. <laughs> so, you know, but listen to the crowd, Hulk brother. Hulk Hogan does have a phenomenal butt back in the day. Okay, so who is this weird guy in this, like, 
twisted sister like get up. Are you serious? I was just fucking talking about the guy. That's Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> that's Beefcake? Yes, goddammit. The one that's not Hulk Hogan. It's Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Why is this so hard? God! See, Brutus is coming out there because Hulk Hogan needs help. He was like an enforcer right now because Ric Flair and The Undertaker have a couple guys in their corner, you know, so you want to even out the odds, you know, and bring more guys with you, you know. And the bell has rung, and here okay, we go. So Sid has a mullet. Yeah. Short on top, party in the back. <laughs> yep. Right? Now, if you're completely bald in the in the majority of the crown of your head, <laughs> with just some hair in the back, is that considered a mullet or is that considered um, That's considered a cry for help? Hogan, brother. It's the greatest haircut in the history of haircuts. I hope that my you hair thins just like that so I can one day have some the Hogan. Of, some of these hairstyles are still worn by women in Oklahoma today. Yeah, did you check out the last Trump rally? Because there's definitely lots of women like that. Oh, my God. So you'll see Ric Flair, he's, he's the bad guy, and, you know, he'll, he'll run around a little bit. He talks shit a little bit, you know. He backs away. He doesn't necessarily want to get into it. You know, he's, he's a heel, as they say. And the good guy is a baby face. So those were wrestling terms, as they say in the biz, that I just wanted to drop your way. So now you can be closer to the biz. You know what? Oh. When I was younger, we would watch football. My grandma would be in the room and she'd be like, what color are we? That sounds kind of racist. With Justice <laughs> and Flair, who knows? They're both blonde. That's true. They, they both look like Nazis in red panties. <laughs> yeah, they are wearing very similar outfits. Uh, but now here comes Hulk Hogan, brother. If I were to say he wore it better, I think Sid Justice wins. Yeah. I, th- I think that Ric Flair, unfortunately, is a little past his prime here. Yeah, well, he and it's crazy, it's funny that he wrestled for another fourteen years after this. Oh wow! Yeah, he was he was just good. Oh, here comes the Undertaker. Oh. See, that's not fair. The referee is not good. Well, you can't stop the he Undertaker. Should be telling them to get Look at out. the size of that little ref. Uh, oh man, Undertaker getting nailed there. He, at the time, was, like, very zombie-like, so he's going to move quite slow and methodically. But he uh, he's supposed to be, like, kind of like a Michael Myers or a Jason what Voorhees. Is he doing? He's trying to pick him up, but it's tough, brother. He's just grabbing his nuts. <laughs> like, he put his gloves on, and he's like, let's check your prostate. And notice how he sits up, very Michael Myers-ish. That's kind of what he is. Oh, yeah, it's a little bit based very on. much so. He does move a little delayed, like a little zombie. Yep. And, and notice he sits right back up. Uh. Can you imagine going to work and this being your job and you just get body slammed all day? <laughs> but look at all those people, dude. If we could sell out buildings this size, I'm there. However, we could, you know, maybe one day with Corona's back, some stand-ups do it, you know, so that's the future. Yeah. Okay, now Ric Flair's going to take his time to get in the ring, you know, because, oh, actually, no, it's The Undertaker's getting in the ring. Because he's the legal man. See, now the tag being made, brother. Oh, that's a big kick. Wow. I'm surprised he's alive. Well, he's The Undertaker. Oh. He hit him in the jaw. Yeah, he doesn't take any shit. And look at that face. 
Now they're gonna double team him. Okay, I feel like two against one is not fair. He did tag him, but oh, you see, this is all like now the ref is like trying to stop it all, you know. But he can't see what's going on, so he's gonna get double teamed some more. What? Oh, they hit him right in the butt. Two knees to the anus. You know His what? prostate's gonna hurt in the moment. The, the crowd doesn't cheer for the Undertaker like they cheer for everyone else. Well, he's new at the time. He only debuted at this point like three months ago, and he's a bad guy. Like people, people at the time thought this shit was real. So people were completely terrified of this man to the point that kids would cry when he come out of the ring. You gotta give him credit. That's some great character work. <laughs> well, I think Joe Rogan is, is right when he said that you know people that like wrestling are gay and they're more inclined to support someone that. You know, they want to see Fox. <laughs> you know. Well, later on, they supported him plenty. Does that mean that they all just wanted to fuck him real hard, Mr. Mo? Because I don't think so. Uh. You know what? If this is a porno, if I was living in a porno, and on his and Undertaker feet. shows up with a pizza, I'm locking the door. <laughs> and I'm and I'm gonna start being vegan. Oh man, and you see see what's happening right now was your faded commercial break and they came back. Hulk Hogan was doing his poses and Sid Justice was a little jealous. Similarly to when like I'm doing my cool moves and Simo gets all jealous of me because my moves are so sweet and I'm just like so now he's gonna get taken to Pound Town by the Undertaker, and I didn't mean Pound Town in that way. Damn it! Ooh, the, I just noticed that the 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 ropes are red, white, and blue. It's very patriotic here. That's yeah, for for America, brother. <laughs> America. <laughs> uh, uh, wrestling in the U.S. is definitely, especially WWE, is definitely catered to that America audience as well. <laughs> For sure. Like, if you look at who were the bad guys for the longest time, it was always, like, the Middle Eastern character whose theme music would be like, you know, shit like that. Or there was a character named Mr. Fuji who was a, a wrestler first, but then a manager. And then his literally his whole thing was that he was Japanese and he would distract wrestlers by throwing rice in their face. Oh no, <laughs> that's not fair. So I feel like I feel like if you're a manager for wrestling, that it's expected that you might have to do some moves. Yeah, you pretty much help your help your person. You know, you have to hold your own. Yep. And usually a lot a lot well, of managers manager. will become you know, usually be like retired wrestlers who will do it, but also women or somebody who you see like the ratty people you see before. And that was that fall right there was Ric Flair's patented fall, brother. He does fall kind of hard. <laughs> I don't quite understand what Hulk Hogan was holding on to. There's like a rope at the corner. So that's called the so tag rope. Fighting. Yeah, so that you have to be holding oh, that, okay. and when they tag you, for it to be a legal tag, technically. Um, at the time, they they got rid of that rule for a while, and they brought it back, and you know now they kind of use it again. Uh, you know what I think? I think that if the, if the referee isn't going to do a good job by maintaining the rules and regulations of the ring, then he should just get out because he's just in the way. <laughs> well, it's difficult. He's How just do you like, stop like all fly. these men? You know, all these big, juiced up, oily men. It's not like you can hold on to them and just physically grab them. They'll be too slippery. It's for the Undertaker, but he's just too big and strong. This is, this is just too difficult of a position for a referee to be put in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like NBA referees don't have to deal with this kind of challenges. 
Neither do NFL, MLB, none of it. Um, Sid looks like he's just kind of checked out. Yeah, he uh, he doesn't look like he's feeling it anymore, brother. Is he perhaps about to turn on his partner? He couldn't look more bored. <laughs> he looks. He's looking for his his Weight Watcher lover in the audience. He looks like you on prom night. <laughs> you know what? If Sid had a better haircut, he'd be he'd be borderline hot. Ah, you like him, but he has like almost your hair. I don't know why you hate on it so much. It's like <laughs> if you put a little hairspray on I mean, yours. He's built kind of like Chris Hemsworth. I mean, he's a big motherfucker. He's quite large. Oh, here comes Hulk. He wants the tag. He's crawling. And Sid is holding on to the rope. Hulk Hogan needs the tag, but The Undertaker's stalking him. Oh, my God. Is he going to get it, Sid? Why won't you tag your partner, Sid? What are you doing, Sid? No, Sid! This, this does not look good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sid is getting booed hard. He does not want to help his partner. That is the full turn, brother. It's called a heel turn. You know what, though? As the crowd is booing, I'm like, are they booing the justice, Sid Justice? Or are they booing the fact that Hulk Hogan's getting his ass beat right Both. now? Or are they booing the fact that this little tiny referee is just annoying? <laughs> Maybe they're booing the Undertaker's outfit. I mean, he could definitely use some vitamin D for sure. Maybe he would move faster if he had some vitamin D. Uh-oh. Well, you know who doesn't need vitamin D? Hulk Hogan, brother, because he is about to start hulking up. And where he's in this state of Hulkamania, yeah, like nothing can hurt him. Nothing can make him feel pain. Nothing. Oh, no, oh, damn it. Damn it. The Undertaker coming in with his cheating ways at the time. This is not good for Hulkamania. Oh, oh, but like I said, you can't take the Hulkster down. If you know what, though, some of these moves, I feel like I could predict it. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity for a double clothesline. Oh, yeah, smart guy. Well, maybe you should have been. A professional wrestler and Hulk Hogan's partner in 1992. Let me tell you, I got some singlets in the closet ready to go. <laughs> and plenty of baby oil, too. But, but these singlets uh, that they're wearing have, have uh, full asses. No, it's not the assless ones that you have. So you're going to have to cover that up. This is, this is a show for okay. children. Okay. I got body paint for whatever doesn't co- <laughs> isn't covered. Gross. Oh, damn it, Sid. That is not cool. Wow. He turned that on his partner. Really shitty. That is not cool. You know what? There's a lot of kids out there that um, look up to Sid the Justice. Oh, I know. I know. I sure did. And their dreams they're are crushed because he's a bitch. They're crushed. Oh. oh, shit. The barber wants to help. But what do you know? You're a barber. Why would I listen to you? And speaking of mullets, this, look this, at this. This guy's mullet. name is Beefcake, yep. right? Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That fa- <laughs> His hair's feathered. <laughs> um, wow. Oh, boy. See, that, that move right there that Sid did, just leaving him hanging, it's kind of like in a, in a show when, when the host is all out of jokes and the comedian won't come on stage. You know what I mean? And it's like the host starts repeating his crowd work again. <laughs> so, where are you guys from? Oh, yeah, you told me that 20 minutes ago. So, so that means you don't want to tell me again? Wow. Oh. Um, Oh, and to see the bells being yeah. rung. This is a double disqualification. The referee told them to stop, and they didn't. So since Sid walked out, does he still get paid for that night? Ooh, I don't know. He shouldn't. Uh-oh. Because he didn't finish. Well, Hulk Hogan 
it's ready to finish, brother. And as you see, he's hulking up again. So now it's time. It's time for him to take care of business. And he's going to deal with it all. Oh, my God. Look at everything that's happening. There's mayhem. Oh, and there goes The Undertaker. Well, it makes me happy that Hulk Hogan has some real friends. Yeah, and he's a barber. Because he doesn't need a barber as your best friend. That's what I always tell people, you know? <laughs> and there they go. He got rid of the bad guys, brother. And now the crowd is happy. Listen to that ovation, Simo, as the crowd goes wild. And then his music starts playing. There's sweat everywhere. Just look at it. Hair dye everywhere. My God, this is mayhem. I've never seen anything I mean, like I just it. I don't understand the barber's outfit. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Nothing. You really can't get past that, can you? Is, is, is it Western? Is he is he going for like? Uh, is he a stripper? You mean to tell me that that's not what your barber wears when you go get a haircut? Because this is exactly what my barber Maybe. wears. Maybe. A, a lot of fringe. You know, I actually demand that he wear it too, or else I'm not getting my haircut oh, there. I knew it. The I kids, knew it. That kid the tore kids are sad. Yep. yep. I mean, you can't blame him. Yeah, because this hero is a bitch. And Hulk Hogan is mad. And now let's cut away over to Sid Justice again for the millionth time. Your actions, you turned your back on your friend, Hulk Hogan. Shut up! First it's easy. I don't turn my back on my friends because I don't need any friends. And for furthermore, with friends like Hulk Hogan, I need no enemies. Now, I cannot still believe the words that Jack Tunney spit out his mouth and named Hulk Hogan the number one contender to face Ric Flair for the championship at WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania. All you have to do is open your eyes and you will see the man that's standing here is the number one contender. Now, Jack Tunney, you've already showed favoritism, always showed favoritism toward him. He's a big movie star. Maybe I'm not. Look at that commitment. Yeah, right? This is a hell of a monologue. And I'll say it again. Hulk Hogan, you couldn't beat Ric Flair on your best day. (laughs) Oh, he's going crazy. And you can beat me on my worst because I am the man that rules the world. Okay, and then we'll, we'll pause there. Jimmy, I said we'll pause there! What are you doing? No, Jimmy, don't make it louder! That's even worse! Why would you do that? God damn it, Jimmy! Jesus Christ. That's it. That's it. I, 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 we gotta get a new guy. I can't do it. Anyways, that was a hell of a monologue. That was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's, he, he definitely at least took acting 101. That was great. Um, I would have put so, him in any movie. Um, I don't think we're is that much of a spoiler since this was, this was like 30 years ago. But does, um, so who ends up being like the, champ? the heavyweight champion? Well, so it's kind of a long story, but it was supposed to bet Ben Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair at that WrestleMania for the title, but they ended up switching the programming around for some reason. I don't know why, to be honest, since everybody wanted to see that match because Ric Flair used to wrestle for WCW, which is WWE's competition for years, and had just come into town. But anyways, they ended up switching it, so Hulk Hogan ended up facing Sid Justice at WrestleMania, and uh, Hulk won, 
And Ric Flair ended up facing the Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania, and Macho Man won the title. So that was like four months of story into 48 seconds. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of exchanging belts here and there. Like, I feel like every week, like, you come with your outfit plans, and then, <laughs> you know, someone might take... They call it accessories, Simo, and they're totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a... You have a belt hanging on your wall in your bedroom, don't I you? I do, and it, it is cool, too, um, right? Whose dick did you have to suck to earn that? I tell you that, but uh, the Trump agency has very strong <laughs> NDAs. Oh, whoops. <laughs> but anyways, now right. we've finished the show. Now it's time, Mr. Mo, to put us to the test, because as yes. you saw... These guys all have characters, they have personalities, they have a lot going on. And the one with the best of everything is the one that tends to win the title. So, I'm going to put you to the challenge, Mr. Mo. And I, and I, have, a, I have a little bit of a character of myself that I'm going to put against your character. So, who's going to win? Okay. It's going to be me. Spoiler alert. I'll tell you right now. So... I mean, we will see. Oh, yes, we will. We will see. We will see. Don't indeed. put all your eggs in one basket. Oh, I'll put all my eggs in your basket one day. See how you like it. Got yeah. it. <laughs> you know, I have to tell you that, you know, trying to figure out a character is really hard because a lot of the good ones were taken. But I was really caught off guard to see with with the materials you sent that there was a um, wrestler named Eugene who was just known for being special needs. I was hoping you wouldn't stumble into that dark past in wrestling. <laughs> I was like, oh my oh god. god. So yeah. everyone had like everyone had like like as you said an occupation except this guy was just <laughs> was slow. Special. Yes. Uh, so there was uh, as you saw the barber was on that list. There was a guy named IRS who was a tax guy. There was a guy named Duke yeah. the Dumpster Drozzy who's a uh, who was a he trash was a guy. No, Doink the Clown was the clown. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> my apologies. Duke, the Dumpster Drozzy <laughs> can't be a clown. But anyways, yes, there was Eugene. And to be honest, I don't know what's sadder, the fact that there was a mentally challenged WWE character named Eugene or the fact that he was super over with the crowd once he came out. Like, I, I don't know. People loved him, including me. He was like a super wrestling fan, and he would imitate other wrestlers that he liked and would use their finishing moves and stuff. So I guess he was charming enough at it that people looked past it, but no way could they ever do that now. No, no way. way. But anyways, let's get to it. So I'm going to ask you some certain questions about your wrestler, Mr. Mo. And then at the end of it, okay. we'll put you to the test the only way that a pro wrestler can be put to the test. And that is by having the best promo of your life. And then we'll see who deserves to be the champion, the champion, the main event, the man. I mean, we'll see. The questions are... Is he a baby face or a heel, a.k.a. is your wrestler a good guy or a bad guy? Do they have a profession? If so, what it is. What is your wrestler's name? What is his build height? Which is not really how tall you are, but how tall you say uh, your wrestler is. What is the wrestler's finishing move? What is his wrestling attire? Does he have a manager? And, last but not least... You cut the meanest wrestling promo that you are capable of in order to determine who will be the winner. Okay, so do you want to go first? I can go first, unless you want to go first, unless you're ready to rock. But I can do this. I'm ready. Okay, I think you should go first because you're because um 
Um, this is your life. <laughs> <laughs> this is new to me. Okay. Okay. So, baby face or heel, I think for the purposes of today, I'm going to want to be a bad guy, Mr. Mo, because as we found out on the Frat Chat Podcast, Turin, a movie doom, and other bad stuff too, brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. Ooh, it feels good to be bad. Okay. And do I have a profession? Yes. Yes, I do. And I have a profession that hits quite, just quite close to home. And it's called an ICE agent. But here's the thing. I'm not just a regular ICE agent. No. I only deport white people. <laughs> That's right. Because it's all fun and games until it's the white people getting deported. Bring it on! <laughs> and what's the wrestler's name? Mr. Freeze. <laughs> oh, good. I get it. He's an ICE agent, eh, Mr. Freeze? <laughs> and it's, it's, it's bringing me back to Arnold in uh, Batman. Oh, shit. That's true. So then mine will be Mr. Freeze with uh, three Zs and like four Es. You know, Mr. Freeze. My attire is going to be me wearing an ice jacket and uh, sunglasses, and I'll have a big, big, uh, big 80s-style cell phone for some reason, and uh, I'll use that. I guess it'll be a walkie-talkie, and then I'll use that. And if you, don't, if you don't like me, brother, if you have the courage to boo me, then I will deport you. Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, wow. And my height is, you know, my build height will be very similar to my actual height, as we all know. It'll be 6'4". Um, <laughs> we, we all know. I'm, I'm actually 6'3 and 3 quarters, very close. But, you know, but I'm, I'm going to yeah, round up a little bit too. just for the, for the purpose of the show. You know, that's just how we'll do it. Uh, my finishing move will be called the wall, brother. And you better not get on the other side of the wall because... He will never come back. (laughs) 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 And do I have a manager? Yes, I do. And actually, it's a little guy that was very familiar and quite good friends with Vince McMahon. His buildings hosted back-to-back WrestleMania. And he is, in fact, a WWE Hall of Famer. He is perhaps the most hated man in America and the best one to compliment me. And is the current president of the United States will be my manager, Mr. Donald Trump. Okay, <laughs> and you better believe it that you're not going to take him down. Believe me, and we're going to take you out, and we're going to build the wall, and it's going to be better than ever. Okay, believe me, and you better not get on the other side of the wall, okay, because you will not be able to climb back. Believe me, I'm in terrible physical shape. I cannot make it up there. Believe me. Okay. Wow, you put a lot of thought and effort into this. <laughs> I wish I went first. <laughs> Some would say I've been thinking about this for my entire life. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. I'm ready for my promo. And usually people would think that I would just go into something in the realm of Hulk Hogan. And to those people, I would say you're obviously right. Because let me tell you something, Mr. Mo. You're coming in here with your little sparkles, darkles, your little razzle-dazzle, your little It's Raining Man dance moves that you try to spray on to our children. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I know a little something about protecting the children because I have built a wall all around the competition. 
and me and my manager, the Donald here, that's right, it's me, believe me, are ready to take you out one step at a time because I will hit you down low where it counts, just really hurt you the most right there with the wall. And then brick by brick by brick, I will get harder and harder until you can never get me out of you. So I'm just going to ask you a question. Are you ready for the deportation, Mr. Mo? Are you ready? Because the deportation is coming after you, and you can never stop it. And then once you're on the other end of my wall, brother, you'll just be wondering, A, where are my pants? Two, where are my teeth? And three, what's that thing in my butt? And then you will know that you are in my ice facility. I'll see you in the ring. <clears throat> Woo. Could, are we Woo. Gonna, am I going to see you in the ring or, or am I going to see you in a cage? Woo. Well, uh, it depends. Please say option B. <laughs> so wait, what's your name again? Ice tray? <laughs> it's Mr. Freeze with like three Mr. E's. Mr. Freeze, I am ready for my hysterectomy as long as you do it personally. <laughs> well, I'll make sure to be there. But my manager has to watch. And I'm very excited to watch. Okay, believe me. <laughs> Have you heard that though on the news? That's like crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, you can't make this shit up. I feel like, <laughs> wow. It's weird. Yikes. Okay, so so I, I thought long and hard about this. And, <laughs> I, and I feel like I'm definitely a good guy. Um, and I think it's really important to represent the gay community um, without those dishonorable maneuvers like a crotch grab ah yes and, old crotch you know, lock. so there's not gonna be any cheesiness no boas no sequin robes but um but because um uh, my wrestler who's named simo uh because simo is a former fashion model you know and and likes to make money on the side oh. doing various um um you know uh, uh photos here and you know cameos there it's Sounds really an awful important lot like that, that simo maintains <laughs> Um, 6'1", 185 pounds, um, so that he's model-ready by elite standards. Um, so, let's see. Simo's job is an influencer. Oh, yeah? He's influencing me to kick his ass. Um, <laughs> my finishing move is just, well, he kind of threw a wrench my way, because my finishing move is just to call ice, <laughs> like, a, like a true Karen. Um, but since you are ice, I guess... Um, my finishing move was just to be to expose um, your um, ethnicity. Oh, ruthless bastard. Um, what other questions do you have for me? Was that uh, it? What is your wrestling attire? Oh, oh, well, it depends on whatever they want to style me in. I work with the top styles and, and um, uh, top managers in the industry. Um, so if it's as long as it's um, ready to wear off the runway, I'm, I'm ready to... <laughs> Um, promoted on on the um, I know it's not necessarily my stage the ring sorry I keep wanting to call it my stage it's not my stage it's the ring the ring <laughs> uh, uh, shout out Moonlife Clothing this is your opportunity to make some money in the wrestling business brother <laughs> and then last question would be do you have a manager um yeah but it's it's the same manager I had during my modeling days <laughs> the one that was like man you gonna take a shit in your own table. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You, you you want one like that? That's definitely someone you want when you want to combat Ugh. me and my administration here with my manager, the president. Yeah. Believe me, but you'll never take me down. Well, it's time, Mr. Mo, for you to cut your wrestling promo. 
So just bring it. Okay, I think I'm ready. But but being a being a um, influencer, um, let's see. I think it would be something like this. Okay, <clears throat> I would start with. Um, hey friends, Simo here with some incredible news. Today, I'm going to show you how to bury an immigrant in three easy steps while maintaining that French tip manicure from last week's video. I also have some very exciting giveaway this week. I partnered with ASPCA to help find Mr. Freeze his forever home. Can you find it in your heart to open your doors to the sad animal who lost his will after being crippled by a homo? <laughs> I mean, me neither, but hey, you only YOLO once, right? Thanks. Oh my God! I, How's that? I, I mean, it was kind of awesome. I don't, I don't even know. Wow, that was not what I was expecting. That was great. That was actually pretty impressive. Okay, well, I'm ready to put on these tights and knee pads, and you know, do whatever you wrestlers do. Well, in that case, come to my office after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you how you get into the wrestling business for real. Just make sure you bring your camera, and uh, I'll see you soon. <laughs> Do I have to have a mullet? Only if you want to make millions. <laughs> we'll just do. We can just shave the top of your hair, and, you know, and then I'll, the back will just look like a mullet, regardless. You know, when you have. You know, one could argue that that uh, a mullet is needed um, uh, in lieu of handlebars. I think it's pretty safe to say that if this episode proved one thing and one thing only to you, Mr. Mo. Is that wrestling is and has always been and will always be totally not gay. Wrestling is straight, correct. <laughs> and and Trump likes Mexicans. Uh, okay. Ah. Uh, believe me, there's plenty of fine people. Okay, they're just phenomenal. Okay, like especially <laughs> when I go to you know I get a I get a little burrito sometimes. It's fantastic. The guy the guy Cesar comes in and I don't tip him because uh, believe me I don't pay a lot of taxes and that's how by not tipping immigrants that's how I do it. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm not gonna lie, Mr. Mo. I think that I have to give you the victory. I think the good guy is going to win in the end. That was a hell of a promo. You did bury me in my administration. I will concede and give you the victory today. And that hurts me. That saddens oh, wow. me to say. I think your promo was damn good. You know, I have to be honest. I may not even want the victory. It just feels like a lot of effort for a belt. And I can just go to Nordstrom Rack and just grab one. Oh, so, you, so you're, you know, saying, on you're saying you're retiring and thus I win uh, the belt and I am the champion? I mean, you can have it. Woo! I'll take it! Yeah! USA! 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 Keep chanting USA, but you and I both know that Trump will never accept you. <laughs> I'm just shutting in cool before the election, man. You never know what he's going to do. He's yeah. crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> All right. On that note, it's almost time, time to get out of here. But before we do, make sure you give us a follow on all channels at Fratchat Podcast and give me a follow on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok at Carlos Does the World and on Twitter at Carlos Does World. Also, make sure to check out uh, or follow our good buddy Simo at chris.more.comedy on Instagram and at cmorecomedy on the Twitter. And last but not least, follow our amazing sponsor, The Moon Life Clothing. Check them out on their website, themoonlife.com, and on Instagram at themoonlifeclothing. Woo! I'm exhausted now. That's a mouthful. That's what they all say. <laughs> yeah, no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, on that sad note, um, uh, I motion to adjourn this meeting. And I second. Yes. <laughs> Adios. Very manly. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.